Happy New Year, everybody. Welcome into the Friday morning edition of the Daily Juice Podcast. Happy New Year. Welcome to 2021. Sounds weird, right? 2021? Well, we are here on the Daily Juice Podcast for our second year. This podcast began on July the 8th of 2020. We are now into the 1st of November for 2021 here on bettingpros.com, always being brought to you by BetMGM. It is 10.30 Pacific time. We celebrated with a couple of friends of ours. We just did a little family, family gather gathering tonight. Uh, they are New Jersey people. We are Boston people, so we celebrated New Year's Eve on the East Coast. So I've already had uh, a couple of libations. That's what it's called, right? Libations? I don't know. So if I sound a little off tonight, I apologize. I'm feeling good. I'm feeling optimistic. You, you know, I'm a big believer in looking ahead and planning in New Year's for me is always a great time to kind of wipe the slate clean and to make some resolutions and not like your cheesy, stupid resolutions like goals. I like to set goals. I'm a goal-oriented person, so I've got goals in mind, and I, and I do recommend everybody doing that. I mean, you know, goals can be very small. Like, it can be as little as going for a walk once a week, Right. Some people are really ambitious and they do like a thousand miles over the course of a year, right? I'm not saying you have to do that, but I think people get so caught. My wife gets caught like this a lot where it has to be this enormous, incredible act. And if you don't do it, then you're not successful or you're not doing it right or you aren't spending your time in a proper way. And it's so not true. Like I I do go back to the old adage of, you know, how do you eat an elephant? You know, one small bite at a time that's basically, you know, how do you walk a mile? You take the first step. I do believe in that. And, you know, I, I use that as I went into a boxing gym about 23 months ago and decided that I was going to learn how to box. And now I'm two years in and I'm in a much different place. Now, COVID has caused a big problem. I've not been in a boxing gym since March of last year, but, you know, it definitely stunted my growth as, a, as an amateur boxer. But, That's how I I wanted to be the dumbest person in the room. I set out to be the dumbest person in the room, and that's where I was with boxing. I had never done anything with combat sports in my entire life. And now I'm at least somewhat competent for a 43-year-old guy weighing about 195, 200 pounds. So that's... You know, that's what I did. I'm not saying you have to do that. I'm just saying find something that you can work on and find something that you can be good at. You know, I have... You know, at first, I wanted to learn how to box. You know, I I also have other, you know, goals in mind as to what I want to do. I want to learn how to play the piano, and I want to do these other things. It's just stuff that I've got on my list of things I want to do as I get older. And I think New Year's is a great time to do that. So really, you know, take a second today, you know, take a look at the rest of the year and and make some plans, make make, make some goals for yourself to accomplish. And they can be tiny really, really small. And the smallest accomplishments, it's still an accomplishment. It's still a victory, right? I believe in stacking victories, however you get them. Again, if it's, you know, walking outside once a day, if it's, you know, putting down, you know, a cupcake or it's putting down a cigarette or it's putting down whatever, right? Whatever vice you're trying to get rid of. Small steps. That's all I'm saying. Small steps. Okay, so I wanted to do this before we get to the picks today. This is going to be kind of a longer podcast because i got four plays I want to get into today. It's, you know, four big games in college football. I'm not touching college basketball. I'm not touching the NBA. This is going to be a football day. This is a phenomenal day to eat. It's a phenomenal day to sit and watch football all day. But 
Uh, I want to do my five favorite bets since the Daily Juice started here. Real quickly, five favorite bets of 2020 as we go into 2021. Number one, we got the Dodgers to win the World Series right at plus 330. Not hard, right? Favorite team, best team, most talent, but still it's nice to cash a plus 330 ticket. The opponent was a little more tricky, right? That's number four. We have the Rays at plus 1,000 to win the American League. That also did hit. So not only do we have to get the Rays to win the pennant, I mean, Dodgers are going to beat the Rays. So we got the World Series completely right. That's hard to do. I doubt I'll do that again this year, but that was great in a short 60-game season to get the Rays and the Dodgers and the Dodgers to beat them in the World Series. We got that totally right here on the Daily Juice. Number three, we got the Masters right with Dustin Johnson. Thanks to some inside information from a buddy of mine who actually played golf with Dustin Johnson a week before the Masters and said, yo, he is playing incredibly well. Hammer Dustin Johnson to win the Masters. He went out and executed plus 850. Dustin Johnson wins the Masters. Number two, well, that's our boy Dave Sherapan, who had a massive stroke who taught us all about taking every single day and not wasting a single second with our loved ones. And he was in the hospital, and he was talking to me about the Nuggets coming back from a 3-1 deficit at a plus 850 flyer bet that we made that cashed. And that story was just completely and totally awesome that that cashed. And my number one favorite, this goes back to I don't play parlays. And the first time I ever threw out a parlay on the Daily Juice, was during the bubble. And we had the light parlay and the dark parlay. If you remember, it was teams I liked and teams that I didn't like. And the light parlay hit. That's the first time the Discord chat really was rocking. That was the first time we really had a ton of people in there and everybody was celebrating together because of the light podcast. Sorry, the light parlay hit for the podcast. So that was my favorite moment. That was my favorite for the Daily Juice. That was my favorite bet for the Daily Juice. And it was great. I think it paid like plus 600, whatever it was. But, you know, we don't play parlays, but that was one fun, fun parlay that we did play for us here in 2020. So it's been a ton of fun. I have loved the start of this podcast. I have loved the energy and the momentum of this podcast. And we are just going to go up from here. Before we get to the picks today on the four college football games, let's start with the offer from BetMGM. This is back to the NFL coming up on Sunday. It's a $1 bet on a money line. Any team scores a touchdown on that game you're betting, $100 in free bets paid out to you from BetMGM when you use the bonus, the promo code JUICE100 when you sign up at BetMGM. This is available in New Jersey, Colorado, Indiana, Tennessee, and West Virginia. You must be physically located in those states in order to take advantage of this offer. Go to BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. You must be 21 years or older. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem call 1-800-522-4700 in Colorado, 100Gambler in New Jersey and West Virginia, or 109 with it in Indiana. All right, we got four games to get into here today. Let's start with Cincinnati and Georgia. The number is 7.5, okay? Cincinnati is 9-0. and Georgia is 7-2. and there are opt-outs all over the place for Georgia. Cincinnati is in a monster bowl game. Let's take the Ball State approach to this. Okay, Ball State had a chance to play and get their first ever bowl win, and San Jose State had a ton of opt-outs. Also, massive COVID concerns and COVID issues, which was a monster problem and is continues to be a monster problem when it comes to betting on these college football games. So, 
Not only did opt-outs happen for San Jose State, they had their offensive coordinator and their defensive coordinator both testing positive for COVID and multiple starters. Right before the game yesterday, it comes out, they're not playing. So, unfortunately, San Jose State gets rolled by Ball State. We get that bet wrong. Never would have made the bet if we had known about the COVID problems. But we do know that Georgia has a bunch of players who have opted out of this game. For Cincinnati, this is monster. And I normally would sit here and tell you that I would take an SEC school every single time up against a school like Cincinnati. But I'm not going to today. I'm going to take the 7.5 points here with Cincinnati. I think their defense is good enough to keep them in the football game. And I don't think Georgia's offense is all that great. It's not a high-flying, high-powered Georgia offense like we've seen in the past. They've got a bunch of starters who aren't going to be playing here. One of their best pass rushers, one of their best defensive backs are not going to play, and several other starters are choosing to opt out. They don't care about this game. This is not important to them at all in the Peach Bowl. If you have NFL aspirations, you're probably not playing in this game against Cincinnati. But for the Bearcats, I mean, to beat Georgia and to win the Peach Bowl would be huge on New Year's Day. Are you kidding me? For Luke Fickle's team, this would be so big. This is justification. This is to prove a point. This is, you know, they don't have to win the game. Just keep it within a touchdown and we cash here. It's a little bit of a trick line. I think it's, you know, people are saying, you know, bet Cincinnati and then Georgia's going to come out and destroy Cincinnati. It could happen, all right? It really could. I thought about the total. I thought about betting the under here, and I think the under is a decent play, 50 and a half, you know, 50 depending on, on where you're going to get. Let me check the, the the latest under total here for this game. It's it's up to 51 and a half now, so it's rising. And people like the under here in this game, but I'm just not going to touch this. Uh, I'm not going to touch the total. I'm going to take the seven and a half points, Cincinnati plus seven and a half for one unit. All right, uh, next game. It is a one o'clock kick, Auburn. And Northwestern. Boy, oh boy, this game. (laughs) This is a tough game to bet. The Citrus Bowl, neither one of these teams really want to be there, although I think Northwestern wants to be there a bit more. Northwestern is a team who just can't score. Their defense is for real, but their offense can't score. It's why they lost to Ohio State. They had they're in the game early. Northwestern, they were in the game. They just couldn't score. They couldn't keep up in the second half with Ohio State, and so it got away from them. But they were right there. Auburn has had problems all over the place. Gus Malzahn's been fired, all right? I I, I know that Bo Nix has been horrible, but I think it's because of a variety of reasons. And Tank Bisbee, Tank being in this game scares me a little bit because he could put up some big numbers, but he's a running back. I think both offenses have big problems, and while I think Auburn wins the game, I'm going to play the under 43.5 here. Wisconsin, sorry, uh, Northwestern's defense has held a bunch of teams like Wisconsin down, uh, 15.5 points per game about for the, for the Wildcats. I don't like the fact that Auburn hasn't been scoring. Auburn's scoring less than 25 points per game. I'm playing the under here. Auburn Northwestern under 43 and a half and I think it could be like a 13-10 football game. I think this is like the worst game of the day in terms of from a viewership standpoint. If you like points, I don't think you're going to like Auburn and Northwestern. 4 o'clock Eastern time. Alabama and Notre Dame. Okay? Look, this number is climbing. Okay? It's jumping all over the place. 
I bet it at 19. Okay, Alabama minus 19. I'm not going to go in-depth in all crazy here. Alabama's the best team in the country, and if you want extra action, you can bet the first half for Alabama. I should have done this against Florida. If I had bet the first half, that would have cashed, and then the game, Bama, I mean, Florida came all the way back. Bama won, but Florida covered in the second half, and so we lost that wager. Could that happen again? Maybe, but I don't think Ian Book can score enough. I just don't think this offense is good enough. Alabama's going to give some points, okay? So the, the total is very attractive here in this game, but the question to me is how many points, realistically, how many points do you expect out of Notre Dame? 17? Can you see 20? I mean, I think I can see 20. I think that's possible, but you, you basically start the conversation with Alabama at 50. Right, start Bama at 50, and then move from there. And I, I mean, 14 points. Could it be 50 to 14? Can you buy that? Because I can buy that. And it's the under 65 and a half comes in. So I can't justify betting on the total in this game because I don't trust Ian Book. I don't trust the offense. And I think Bama's defense still wants to show out a little bit here. And Florida got rolling. And Florida, I mean, there are some big weapons for, for Notre Dame, just not like Florida and, and not like Kyle Pitts. There's just nobody there like that. The Irish have got weapons, but they, they're built on their defense, and I think Alabama's going to torch them and absolutely light them on fire. I'm laying the 19. I would be comfortable, as Dave Sherapin said during our, uh, our podcast, that you can go and listen to, by the way, if you want the full in-depth breakdown of all these games uh, for the New Year's Six. Dave Sherapin and I went through all six of them. Uh, Dave said you have to get to 24 before he would be even considering betting on Notre Dame. All right? So 20, 21, 22. It's got to get to 24 before he would even consider. I bet it at 19. Alabama minus 19. We're laying it here for Bama and Notre Dame in the first, in the Rose Bowl, which will be in Texas. Doesn't matter. And then the final game of the day, for us betting at least, is Ohio State and Clemson. Boy, this game was tough. This game, I I have gone back and forth, back and forth, back and forth on this, okay? The number, I'm a little surprised at where the number is here in Las Vegas, okay? The number in Las Vegas is 7. On the East Coast, it's 7.5. And I'm guessing by the time you guys hear this, Clemson minus 8, Clemson minus 9. I'm a little... Here's what's happening, in my opinion, for this game. I believe that a lot of people are trying to be smart, and they're trying to say that Ohio State's defense is going to take keep them in the football game. Okay, I'm just, again, much like Bama, I'm not going to overthink this. Can Ohio State sustain long drives consistently against Clemson, and will Trevor Lawrence turn the football over a bunch? That's what has to happen here. For Ohio State to keep this game close, they're going to have to play defense, and they're going to have to have long drives, and they've got to turn the football over and give Justin Fields some short field. The offensive line is legitimate. I'm not discounting Ohio State's offensive line. I'm not discounting Justin Fields. I just think the talent discrepancy between Alabama and Clemson and everybody else is immense because with Trevor Lawrence in the game, I don't think that Buckeye defense is very good. I mean, go back to the first game of the year. I mean, Nebraska was moving the football on them pretty easily. Now, they've gotten better as the year has gone on. But historically speaking, Clemson destroys Ohio State. And I think Ohio State, everyone's saying, well, we haven't seen the best game out of Ohio State yet. Maybe they're not that good. 
All right, maybe they're just not that good. And I know everyone, I, I respect a lot of people, and I've, I talk to a lot of people, and people are telling me, Ohio State's live, Matt. Ohio State's live. Look out for Ohio State. I mean, a lot of money's coming in here on the Buckeyes. In games like this, I, I go back to the eye test. I don't need to go through a bunch of you know stats and probabilities here. I got Trevor Lawrence in a national semifinal, okay? You think they're going to stop? I got Travis Etienne in a national semifinal. This is what they play for. You know, regular season games don't mean jack to these guys. They just want to win the games. This is the game they play for. This is the time. Alabama-Clemson will meet in the national championship game, and I think both these games are going to be lopsided. And these are the types of games where the book just needs one of these teams to play it tight. They need just one because there's going to be parlays and money line parlays and all sorts of crazy bets coming in here on Alabama and Notre and Clemson, the combination. And people are going to be coming in on it heavy. The books need something un- unlikely to happen. And they're going to be pulling for it. But these are types of games. I, I distinctly remember talking to multiple bookmakers about certain games, certain weekends. And sometimes they just say, we got to take it in the teeth and just be okay with it because there's nothing we can do about it. The handle is going to be an NFL caliber handle and it's just you take your lumps because it's the cost of doing business and you hope that you get some crazy funky things. You hope the under comes in for Notre Dame and Alabama. You hope the number comes in for Ohio State and Clemson because the sides are going to be just all lopsided. This is one of those times we're fading the public. I don't I don't think you can fade the public here. I mean, it's been Clemson, Alabama for a long time. I think it's going to be Clemson and Alabama again for the national championship game. I got it at seven. Get the best number you can, but Alabama minus seven. Again, I think the number move to Ohio State is a bunch of sharp people who want to bet on the Buckeyes. I just don't think it's possible, okay? I'm just not taking it. I just don't buy it. I'm going to lay the seven. Clemson minus seven. So, four bets, all one unit. Four football games all day long watching football. Cincinnati and Georgia. Cincy plus seven and a half. Auburn, Northwestern, under 43 and a half. Notre Dame, Alabama, minus 19. You can take it all the way up to 24, according to our, our guy Dave Sherapan. And Ohio State, Clemson, minus seven for Clemson here in the last, in the second semifinal. We're off to a good start, hopefully, today. Let's get some victories. We're 0-0-0. Year to date, we have no record of anything so far. Uh, Dan Harris will have a full breakdown of everything I did in 2020. I'll have, hopefully, tomorrow, I'll have all of that. So we'll go through that tomorrow on the Daily Juice podcast. And we will also announce the winner of the Nick Chubb helmet and tell you about the January giveaway that we've got coming up here for the Daily Juice podcast. My name is Matt Peralt. Get in the Discord chat, bettingpros.com slash chat. I will be in there throughout the entire day today. I'm going to be eating and drinking and hanging out just like you guys. So come in and do it as we watch these four football games in the national championships, semifinals, and the bowl games and whatnot here on New Year's Day. Once again, Happy New Year. My name is Matt Peralt. Follow me on Twitter at Sports Talk Matt every morning, including New Year's Eve morning. It's the Daily Juice Podcast brought to you by BetMGM, always on BettingPros.com.